I can't. Oh, it is working. Okay. For a minute there, I thought I sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I still kind of do. No. Uh, I know I do, so it's all right. Hmm. What's going on there, guys? This is episode five of the Herpeticulture podcast. My name is Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia, and as always, I am here with Justin Smith, Palmetto Coast Exotics. And today we are going to be discussing venomous reptiles. A hot topic. Hot. Ah, hot topic. Get it? That's funny. <laughs> Good job. So we got a lot of stuff to cover this episode, I think. Oh yeah, um, definitely. I don't know where you wanna. Want to start? You want to start with your your incident? Or? Yeah, we can we can start with my incident. Um, we yeah, had a, we made an uh oh. Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, about uh about this, right at two years ago now. It was a little over actually. It happened on a spring break trip out to uh, out to Texas, and uh, nothing good comes from spring break. No, and, <laughs> and nothing ever good comes out of Texas either. So you know. Uh oh. Yeah. But uh, the snakes are a lot more mean out there, I think. But uh, basically, long story short, I I got bit by a western diamondback. Um, got bit on the thumb. It Your was left or right hand? Uh, left hand. So. Are you left-handed? No. Oh, okay. No, I wish I was though. That would have got me out of school for a little while. But you know, I could still do all mm-hmm. my school because I was actually in college when this happened. Oh, really? And then yeah, I was actually I was in, in Texas for spring break and uh, yeah, spent four days, four days in the hospital. Um, yeah, I got bit on the thumb, and the swelling, swelling went all the way up to to my chest. Mm-hmm. I got bit on, and there was no there was no clear bend in my arm. Um, I was extru- I was extremely swollen mm-hmm. at like my entire arm. Like it got it almost got to the point where they had to they were gonna have to cut me open to relieve some of the swelling. Fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really bad. Um, but luckily, I you know kept my thumb, mm-hmm. all my appendages, and everything. You know, my thumb doesn't move the same way it used to. You know, probably because I didn't go to physical therapy like mm-hmm. uh, the doctors recommended me to do. Um, but uh, if anybody's ever wondering what it feels like to get bit by paint a, us a picture, guy, <laughs> yes, I will. I will paint you. I will paint you a picture. Now, people always ask me, did the actual bite hurt? No. Really? No, the actual bite did not hurt. I mean, it wasn't a it wasn't a very big. Atrix, no, it, it, wasn't, right? it was it was like a juvie. Yeah, it was like the size of mine. Was it? No, it was bigger than yours. Was it? Yeah, it oh, was. Okay. It was a For solid. Some reason I thought it was smaller. Or it was about the same size. It was about three foot. Oh. Yeah, it okay. wasn't a full blown adult, but it was. It was definitely uh, definitely had a little see, bit of yeah, age. Yeah, see, I thought it was like a juvie, no, like a sub adult, kind of no. like the same size as mine. It may have been a. Se- I would consider it a sub adult, right. but not quite. You know, because I, I saw one that was a whole lot bigger than hmm. than the one that bit me, but um. Yeah, he was about probably pushing about three foot long or so. Um, from the little bit I could I could see from, definitely wasn't a baby. And um, basically, he came out some grass and hit me on the thumb and in the blink of an eye. And mm-hmm. it was kind of one of those things where you don't really you don't believe what just happened. That, that's what like, I've heard. 
he hit me and I just, I stepped back kind for a minute and, and I was like, nah. Takes you a few seconds to, yeah, for reality to kind of like, sit in. Yeah, like, that, that did not just happen. Like, there's no, there's no way. And I look at my thumb and there are two perfect little pinpoints mm-hmm. where, um, where his fangs went in and there was venom dripping out of one of them. And I just looked at it and I was like, this is, this is not good. Well, shit. Yeah. I looked over at, you know, the person that was with me and I was like, uh, it, 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 it bit me. We got to go. Yeah. And she was like, what, what? Like, yeah, it bit me. You need, you need to call, call. And I mean, the pain was instant though. The, the actual bite, like I said, the actual bite did not hurt, but I could feel a throbbing sensation mm-hmm. around the area. It and started that's, to do its thing. yeah, that's when I knew it wasn't, it wasn't a dry bite. Yeah. I, I knew right off the bat. Cause like I said, I could see venom dripping out of, mm-hmm. you know, one of the entry holes. And, um, so we called, you know, and, I luckily I knew I knew snakes I knew you know I knew right. I needed to keep my heart rate down I knew I needed to stay calm mm-hmm. um so that's really what I tried to do and the, I was actually out at a in a uh, nature trail so I actually had you know about a about a quarter or half a mile walk back to my car mm-hmm. um so I just you know tried to stay calm I kept you know just kind of rubbing on my thumb a little bit you know trying to keep my heart rate down and we got back to the car and I just kind of waited on the ambulance. And by then I could really feel, <clears throat> feel the throbbing going mm-hmm. through my thumb <clears throat> and, uh, ambulance got there and, you know, they loaded me up and everything. And, uh, we get in and, uh, you know, lady starts going over all the stuff and, uh, asked me what kind of snake it was. I was like, it was, a they asked you, are you sure? Yes. Right. They, they were like, I said, it was a subadult Western diamondback rattlesnake. She said, are you sure? I said, yes. Mm-hmm. She said, you are 100% sure. I said, yes. And then she's, you know, started going on about something else. She goes, okay. Are you? I said, ma'am, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I say, I have been working with snakes for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a subadult Western diamondback rattlesnake. And she's, that's when she, oh, I mean, up. in that part of Texas that you were at, uh-huh. like what else could it have been? Did you, do you have There's trans Pecos copperheads out there? Uh, they do have, area? they do have some, some copperheads, and but you don't have like, as any far other as rattlesnakes, rattles, right? I there's no like, there's no rubers or anything like that. Right? Not that I, not that I knew of. I tried doing research, but I really couldn't find a whole lot about the yeah. snakes in the area. Um, but yeah, from what I can tell, it was mostly Western Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you'd have to go different areas to find anything Texas different. Texas equivalent to copperheads, as yeah. far as like <clears throat> pretty much commonality and being seen. Right, right. Even a word. Or but uh so you know she called in and you know told you know i guess the people at the hospital what the deal was yep. and she was like yeah i gotta make sure they they have the anti-venom mm-hmm. I, I paused for a second and i was like what do you mean make sure <laughs> they make sure they have to have the anti-venom and she's like well we don't you know we don't always carry it i said what do you mean you don't always carry it? Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, you know, this it's doesn't not happen. It's something they very, see every day. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, okay, so what happens if you don't have it? She's like, well, we have to helivac you out to mm-hmm. somewhere that does. Luckily, they had some. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I get I get to the hospital. Obviously, they have me on the stretcher. And by the time I get to the hospital, my, my thumb, my whole thumb's pretty swollen yeah. at that point. Was um, it discoloring at all or anything like that? Not quite yet. No. Uh, it wasn't at that point. I got to the, I was from. Well, yeah, what was the length of time between yeah, the From the, the time of the, the bite the into being in the hospital, it was probably only 30 minutes maybe. Oh, that's good. I got in, I got in pretty good time. Ambulance mm-hmm. rushed over there pretty quick. Um, and then, you know, they, they had me there within 30 to 45 minutes. But the problem is they had to, what they told me is they had to make it. Um, I didn't know what all the details of that was. They, they said, yeah, they got a, like it's, yeah. it's freeze dried. Right. And so 
they have to warm it up turn it into its liquid form and warm it up and get it ready right i think they delivered through an ivy bag right and uh kind of the rule of thumb for uh venomous bites is you need medical attention within two and a half hours Mm -hmm. and that is exactly how long yes that is exactly how long it took them to make it i had nothing but uh serious painkiller drugs Mm -hmm. up until they gave me you know the anti-venom and at the, you know, they had multiple marks up my, up my arm Keeping to monitor the, the, the yeah, swelling the, and then the times and everything. And, uh, by the two and a half hour mark, uh, I was, like I said, my whole arm was tr- almost triple the size mm-hmm. of what it normally was. I couldn't bend any of my fingers, couldn't move. I basically couldn't move that entire arm. Like a Macy's day parade balloon. Pretty much, you know, my, <laughs> my whole arm. And, and uh, like I said, it went about up to my left pectoral mm-hmm. and uh, that's about, it's really where it stopped. Um, but by that time I was in, I was in so much pain. Uh, yeah. t- t- it was absolutely 100% the most painful, painful experience of my of this, life. A lot of what I've read is people are like, it's basically the equivalent of taking your hand or arm and putting it in a fire or putting it in boiling water. That, like that's exactly just, how I describe it. It feels like, it felt like my entire arm was burning from the inside out mm-hmm. and then someone had taken a hammer and, yeah, was smashing, and was smashing my thumb over and over and over. That's a sentiment with a lot of tarantula bites too. Yeah. Like a lot of the serious ones, like the yeah. Pacilotheria and stuff like that, the ornamentals and, mm-hmm. and you know some of the African stuff is like, right. that's what they say it feels so, like is someone's just going to it, town with yes, a hammer on your hand. It, it just felt like somebody was smashed my hand and hand and would not stop and uh and think about it that was on all kinds of drugs like they had me on serious morphine they they told me this they gave me a bunch of morphine and then uh this lady you know she asked me she's like well what's your pain at right now i'm like i don't want to say 10 but i'm dying right now dude like i am in so much pain Mm -hmm. she's like all right we're gonna give you this and this and this and that and i looked at her i'm like what does that mean? Yeah. And she's like, basically this is morphine's older brother. I was like, all right, whatever, whatever. whatever. Like if it's, if it's it going to make me better, she's like, all right, now it could make you feel kind of sick. Kind of sick was kind of an un- understatement. Oh, um, they man. gave me that. And then I don't know if my body just started to react differently or cause if to me, it felt like my body was trying to shut down on me at this mm. point. Like this was still before they even got anti-venom in me. Um, my body was not reacting well. And then I started shaking really, really mm-hmm. bad. I was sweating, but I was freezing. Like I was shaking my entire hospital bed. Like I was absolutely shocked. Yeah. That sounds like it, it was right on there, man. Yeah. Like I was, I so much going on in your body at one time. Exactly. It just know what to do. Yeah. And I, I couldn't, like I, like I said, I was sweating. I couldn't talk hardly. I couldn't even get words out. I was in so much pain. Wow. And, um, and then they gave me morphine's older brother. And then I started puking, you know, I puked several times after they gave me that. And, you know, like I said, I was sweating like nobody's business. And, uh, and then they finally gave me my crofab. Um, mm-hmm. and they told me it was something like 12 vials that they had to give wow. me and they had to give me, I guess that's a lot. Um, that's, that's a, that's a hefty amount. Yeah. I mean, that's, he, that's no small number. Yeah. He, that's like laid into me for sure mm-hmm. um but a know. lot of the stuff i read normally because i'll you know I, I love reading by reports mm-hmm. like that's something I, I really enjoy doing um because i have a i have a really vested interest in venoms and and this kind of stuff yeah. um and i from what i remember just through my readings and stuff like that is it was it was kind of uncommon to see anybody who had less than 
two digits worth of of anti-venom as far right. as the final count right yeah it was it was either 12 or 15 vials i can't remember but it was it was up there for sure um and how was like as far when it when as soon as this is something i've always been curious about is like when they hooked you up to that was there any relief like was it a quick thing or was it a gradual no, or did was, you not notice anything going on you were like what the hell like it took it took a while for it to I know I knew it, it like kind of stopped all the swelling like I, it kind of like I said yeah. it stopped at my left pectoral mm-hmm. and then it, it really stopped there but the pain didn't stop for several hours hmm. um, they it, That's something I've it, always it, been like, curious about is like when they give that to you like how long until you actually yeah. see some relief it, from it, what it's supposed it, to be fighting I think a lot of it had to do with um, all the morphine they had me on though as well like yeah. it, they, that kind of stopped the spread of the venom but the morphine kind of helped with all the pain mm-hmm. and like, don't you right. It hurt for weeks after oh, I'm like, sure. my arm hurt. Yeah. My entire arm hurt for weeks after, after this. Um, but, uh, as I far mean, as if that, you think about it, it's, it's muscle destruction is tissue. destruction. Right, exactly. So your body's going to be like working on rebuilding yeah, all that. Like I'm, it's not going to just, they give you the antivenom and it's yeah, like, cool, I'll be out of the hospital yeah, in a day no, and I'll be fine. Like no. there's like a really long recovery time oh, yeah, after for that because sure. your body they, has to rebuild all that was destroyed. Exactly. Um, so they, once they ca- had everything under control, it wasn't spreading any farther, you know, into my chest or anything like that. Um, they left me in ICU over the night and finally when, you know, I had some, some pain relief like they had like i said they had me on all types of painkillers mm-hmm. you know for the night and then you know once i finally got a little relief from the pain i passed out for hours i I'm just sure. slept for so long i was so exhausted and uh they kept me in icu for 24 mm-hmm. hours um just to make sure i wasn't gonna have a flare-up right. or anything like that because they said that was possible mm-hmm. you know where you know they it stopped but then it could you know start again you mm-hmm. know type of thing so they wanted to keep an eye on me yeah that's part of the uh think they call it compartment syndrome or something similar right. where you get pockets of venom in, in mm-hmm. muscle that you know once it releases it's almost like yeah, it's, it's gonna start spreading, spraying spraying again, again. Yeah. yeah so they kept me in icu for the night and then most of the next day and then after that they moved me to my own room for the next next uh three days or so mm-hmm. i was in the hospital a total of four days i believe but, which i was actually kind of surprised to hear that because that's that seems kind of like a short stay. Like, well, that, you would the thing think was, some people would spend a minimum of a week. The thing was, I had to leave. Like the, when I got out of hospital, I was leaving the next day. Like I had to go back home to oh, school. Okay. Like I was in yeah. Texas when this happened. Mm-hmm. And I was in college in Georgetown, South Carolina. So like mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, I have to, I have to go back. Like there's no <laughs> ifs, ands, or buts about this. Thanks like, for saving my hand, but I got class. Yeah, <laughs> like, I got college, bro. Like. <laughs> And uh, unless you want to buy me another plane ticket out yeah. of here, uh, I need to leave, you know. Um, so I, I don't think I stayed as long as they wanted me to, but it was like one of those things like I got out and mm-hmm. I believe usually the next day or the day after that I was leaving. I mean, obviously they, they must have cleared you. Like, oh, yeah. You like, like, you know, you'll be fine. Right. Yeah. They wanted to let me go if yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. have any issues, but during my time there, again, they had me on all kinds of painkillers. My arm was extremely swollen all the Super way up. Super stiff, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. very stiff. I couldn't, I couldn't really bend my arm at all. By the end of the four days, I could put it in a sling. Mm-hmm. That was as far as I could bend it. You know, and even in the sling, I had to have it bent down. Yeah. Um, and then I couldn't grab anything with my left hand um, for 
a solid week and a half, two weeks after that. Mm-hmm. Um, my whole, my arm was in a sling for two weeks, um, but I couldn't I couldn't even touch anything with my left hand. Was it just like super tender? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, wow. like any type of pr- any little amount of pressure mm-hmm. put on that hand, or especially my thumb, there was serious pain. Um, How long was it until you were like like you got complete full back like motion back in it, and you felt? Come back to 100%. Like, what was the timeline? Back to 100%, I would say about a month. Okay. Um, It was back to feeling pretty normal. And even after a month, there was still a bit of a bruise on my hand. Mm -hmm. Like, my whole arm was one big bruise, you know, for several, several weeks. Um, and even after, even after about three weeks when I got my cast and when I took my arm out of my sling and everything, I still had, you know, a visible swelling Mm -hmm. on top of my hand. Um, so I'd say about a month, month and a half, I felt norm. my arm felt normal. But like I said, even to this day, my thumb doesn't bend like it used Mm -hmm. to, you know, I can take my right hand, bend it all the way down, but that, um, that's as far as it goes. It stops right there before it starts. I feel it feels really tight right up in, you know, the bone area where it bit me. That's crazy. And again, that's probably has something to do with the fact that I didn't go to physical therapy like Mm -hmm. they told me to, but I wasn't about to pay for that. You know, I was like, man, I can move it enough. How was the doctor through the whole thing that you had? How, how was she? Aren't they, um, they were pretty good. They just asked me a lot of questions and they had a lot of different people coming in to see me. They were, they were talking to people. It wasn't like a doctor who had kind of been versed in what to do. It was though there was one doctor who gave me you know all the anti venom and stuff, mm-hmm. but I had several several different nurses, several different, different doctors, specialists and stuff coming in. To yeah, try to how to do. I think they, I think because it didn't happen often, and they were a big medical place mm-hmm. for like students and stuff. They had a lot of students coming in. I think yeah, to just well, just to about, as like, like a learning experience. A lot, type thing. like a majority of doctors are never going to see a snake bite in their career. Exactly. So like I'm sure when they get this kind of stuff, especially out west, when there's you know yeah. so many different rattlesnake species and stuff and bites are slightly more common than they are probably here in the southeast that that's like the perfect opportunity for them to show these students like you may never see one of these but here's what's going on exactly because i can only imagine sort of the oh shit moment when you're a doctor and you have a bite come in you're like I have what do no we do? clue what I'm supposed to do about yeah, this. Yeah, that's and that's what I was worried about. But luckily, they they handled it. They seemed like they knew what they were doing, or at least the guy you know who was administering my anti venom and everything, my crofab. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, after that, man, I think I explained my story. Oh, I'm sure. 50 I probably times. would have been exhausted. I was like, dude, it literally, that. it got to the point where I was like, look, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, I, I'm sick of explaining the story to everybody that walks in. It doesn't really matter at this yeah, point anyways. Like, like, it happened. Yeah, <laughs> like, let's just move on from this. But, yeah, they had a lot of different people come in asking me about, you know, symptoms, how I was mm-hmm. feeling, you know, what happened, you know, all this stuff, just to kind of get the whole story. And I, like I said, you know, they had, it was a uh, this... The city's kind of a big medical, you know, they're yeah. in the medical field and, you know, what as part far of as school is Corpus Christi. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so they, I think they, they just had like a lot of different students coming mm-hmm. in and, you know, doing, cause I believe, you know, you work at the hospital while you're going to yeah, school. Yeah, you have clinicals so, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So they had a lot of different people coming in mm-hmm. and checking on me and everything, you know. Um, That's, I mean, like I said, if I was, if I was a doctor and I had, you know, nursing students and stuff that were, that were trying to oh, learn, yeah, I'd be sure. like, come look at this cause... You may never see this again, yeah, but exactly. if you do, yeah. here's how it went down and here's what we did. Yeah. Yeah, like was... I said, it's so rare for doctors to see that kind of thing that when it happens, they're like, who do I call? Yeah. Like, they said, the lady in the ambulance who was with me, she said they only get 
one, maybe two bites mm-hmm. a year, if that. You yeah. know, it's not something that happens often at all. Um, so yeah, they definitely have their rounds <laughs> come in and check check me I'll out. Look that up actually, because I'm curious. Like the average on. number of snake bites in the, in the states is actually uh, compared in in comparison to like the population size, which is now like what 350 million, give yeah, or take. Um, like yeah, they they seem to do that when you need them the US. most. I don't know how old. I really don't trust a lot of this, but it's Google, man. You Uh-oh. can't trust Wait much on Google. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, those deaths set from snake bites come from Western Diamondbacks. Yep. That, that is the most the cause Mexico, of deaths yeah. in yeah in the U.S. Um, so I I think I came out I I definitely came out very lucky. Um, you know I didn't lose my thumb. You know they were even talking about you know they were discussing skin grafts. Like I was mm-hmm. on the verge of having to have Not skin uncommon. grafts because of how bad the swelling was. That they were like if this get they literally came up and told me they're like if this gets any worse we're gonna have to cut you open to relieve mm-hmm. the swelling and we're probably See, gonna and have that's to do weird skin too. Grafts. Like that's that's kind of a point of controversy with a lot of hot guys is uh. Hot guys. Oh man, you hot like, keepers. You like hot guys, uh, Justin? Uh, keeping venomous, but anyways, uh, <laughs> like that's been debated for years. Like when I was a kid on the uh, the Southeastern Hot Herp Society yeah. website, you know, in the forums, that was always something that was talked about. Is like, are fasciotomies needed? Mm-hmm. Are they not? Like, because a lot of doctors will say they are, mm-hmm. but then you have a lot of medical professionals that also keep venomous that you know, or doctors or whatever, you know, and they'll, they'll say that it's not, but at the same time, it's like, when you have that happen, do you just, when something like that is on the line, a lot of people are just going to say, go ahead and do it because like, you're not really sure. You don't want to really chance it. Yeah. Would you rather get cut open or have your thumb like rot off, you know, like, uh, they just, there's a lot of people say that it's not necessary and I kind of, I need to, to read into it more. Um, Right. But I I don't know. I mean well, I can I can see it from both sides. Like right. Because some some hospitals and doctors will legitimately just do it because it's extra money, which is that's messed up. Messed like up. That's but, that's not cool. Or you know it's a doctor that never sees snake bite. And yeah. So when they read like what treatment is and they see yeah. that on there, they're gonna be like, this is what I'm told to do. So this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. Luckily, so it's, it's a weird. It's kind of a. It's a crossroads of sorts, but luckily it seemed like the doctor knew what he was doing. And he said, if it gets any worse, they'd have to do it. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll admit like, and most of the time it is a last it, resort. It of felt, sorts. it felt like my thumb was about to burst. Like oh, it, sure. it was like, I could feel it. And like, it was, it felt like a rock. Mm-hmm. Like it was so tight and it, it felt like my entire arm was about to burst, man. Like there was, like I said, you couldn't, you couldn't, couldn't see a bend in my elbow. Mm-hmm. Like it was so swollen. Like it, it, it was it was ridiculous. I've my always wondered was, that too, and this is kind of gross. Like seeing how much people swell up. Like if you literally just took a needle and like poked it, if it would pop like a balloon. Yeah, I don't like know. I know that's terrible, but every out. time I see yeah. pictures, I'm like, I wonder what would happen if you literally <laughs> just like a tiny hole. Poke if it. that would just like <laughs> explode. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't test that theory. Yeah, but uh, yeah, luckily they didn't have to cut me open or do any skin grafts or anything. Um, and I kept my thumb and everything. Yep. So I. It definitely uh, it came out came out pretty good. Only thing is, guys, it's expensive. It's very expensive to get bit by a venomous snake. Are you divulging the the final the wow. final total out the door? It was. You can you can be vague. It was it was close. How to, many digits it, were were in the final number? Oh, it was absolutely six digits. Jeez. Yeah, no, it was. I'm not gonna give you the exact number, but it was almost 200k. Good God. 
Yeah, it was under. It was under, but it was it was close. Um, yeah, luckily insurance is good, and my insurance company paid mm-hmm. for a lot, yeah. like the, basically all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so insurance. Well, you was hit good. that deductible. That's yeah. For damn sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So insurance was good, but I was told the final amount, and um, yeah, it was nearly two hundred k. The record that I've heard was an Eastern Diamondback, and I believe it was either 300 mm. or 5. Mm. For some reason, 5 is sticking out, but that yeah. seems a little obscene to me. Right. But at the same time, you get nailed by a big Eastern. Yeah, that's going to mess you up. You're probably going to require more than yeah. a couple of skin grafts and stuff. Like, that's yeah. straight up them just trying to keep you alive. Yeah. And this, see, that was, you know, my, my bill was from four days in the hospital, yeah. 24 hours in the ICU. All that Crofab. Um, Crofab is Crofab. expensive. Yeah, Crofab's like, what, 10K a vial? I, or is it more like I think 20? it varies. I, for some reason, I thought it was closer to five. But really? I might be thinking of why, uh, the, the old stuff they yeah. were using. So if you think about it, you know, if it's you know 10,000 a vial and I got 12 vials, that's 120 mm-hmm. right there. Uh, that would actually make more sense with, with, yeah. with what number you're throwing out. Exactly. So, so uh, if it I, may if, actually have been. But it, I, for some reason, it may I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but it may yeah. vary from hospital to hospital. I yeah. couldn't tell you. But all that was the ambulance ride, four days in the hospital, right. crow fab, you know, and all the everything else. That's it just nuts. Moral of the story is, guys, you know, <clears throat> do your best to not get bit. It's it's not a fun experience. And going um, back to like when you first got bit and kind of that whole like that didn't happen sort yeah. of thing. You know, it's funny if you've ever watched the Venom interviews, which is mm-hmm. that DVD that Ray Morgan put out a couple right. years ago. I think it's actually been. What's it right now? It's 20, 2018, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's 2018. I think it was, it was like almost four years ago that Ray Morgan put out this DVD, and that was kind of one of the parts that they talked about mm-hmm. is uh, a lot of guys, and I've read this too on Bite Reports and stuff, is like people get bit and they're like, there's just a moment of shock. Like, oh, yeah. Did that actually happen? Or like, yeah. And no. then you kind of, they literally sit there for like 30 seconds and they're like, no, I did. That just happened. Like, I sat, oh shit. I sat there in silence. Like, it hit me and I, I stepped back and I was like, nah, like there's no, no, no way. And I looked at, I looked down at my thumb and you know, but like, like mm-hmm. I said, I had someone with me, they were standing right behind me and they're like, what? I look down and I'm looking at my thumb and I see the venom dripping out and I was like, no way. Like there's no I way. I can only imagine. And they like, were like, just the, your heart, your, your whole stomach just I, sink I, and just be like, dude, it was. It's a feeling. I can't. I can't even describe it, man. Like it was one of those things where it's like that. I never thought it. Was, I never thought it would be one of those things. Because with mine, I think about it all the time. I'm like, man, if I get bit, I can only. I, if I got bit, I can only yeah. imagine just the moment of like. This, this is, is going to hurt. That, that's exactly what I thought. That was like, like literally one of the first thoughts in my suck. head. I was like, this is going to suck. And they, you know, they turn around. They're like, "What's wrong? Like, what happened?" I was like, "It, it bit me." They're like, "That's not funny." And Jacob. you know what? They, they literally the, were like, "That's not funny, Jacob." Like, what don't, freaks don't me out like the that. most is like just the financial side of it. Like, that was also I the first thing I thought. Screwed like, up so bad. That was the first thing. One of the, also behind. Like that's sad. This that that's is the gonna first hurt. thing you worry about. Oh but, yeah, because like welcome to the American healthcare system. But like, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that was being like. The first thought oh, was, man. this is going to hurt. Second thought was, this is going to be expensive. Yeah. That was one of my first thoughts. Um, first one, though, was, I hope I don't lose my thumb. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was 
it was not a pleasant experience. And one thing that still to this day drives me insane is the first question people ask me when they hear I got bit was, did you, I hope you killed that snake. Did you kill that snake? Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I didn't kill it. It was my fault. I was in its territory. It thought I was going to kill him. Yeah. Of course he bit me and defended himself mm -hmm. like what would you have when done if, if someone comes in your house when you have like, something that big coming at you you're yeah. gonna run or fight and if running is an option then you're gonna fight yeah exactly and no so no i didn't kill kill the snake that bit me you know it was it was again it was my fault and i was in his territory and he tried to kill me before i killed him and obviously i wasn't trying to kill him mm -hmm. but you know he didn't know that um so what are your thoughts on keeping hots as far as like the private private sector and I really have, I'm not against keeping hots, um, but I am against some of the way, the ways people are keeping them and the way pe people are handling them. Mm -hmm. um, as far as keeping goes, you know, if you're doing it for educational stuff, you do it because, you know, you simply love, you know, the, the science behind yeah. it all. If you're, if you're a responsible keeper and you know what you're doing, you're experienced. I have no problems with it. But if you're not experienced, you don't know what you're doing, you're keeping them wrong, you don't know how to handle them properly, and you're doing all the stupid stuff, I'm extremely doing it against for the it. cool factor and the, yeah. the ego and the, the yeah, you know, the, the likes and exactly. If you're if you're just doing it because you think it's, it, it's cool to like, yeah, look at my copperhead, look at my mm -hmm. rattlesnake, you know, it's no, that's. That's not Watch cool. Watch me tame because, this wild beast. Yeah, like you know, I've I've been down that road. Who I literally and, have no control over. Yeah, yeah. it's like I, I've I've been down the road of being bit, and I know what it's like. And it's and that's kind of people the funny take thing it for granted. You can, like it's say like, that, like people yeah. can be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Be like, like actually, um, I do. Actually, <laughs> like even though I wasn't doing something stupid when I got bit, like yeah. I can it's, tell you, like, I've been down that road, yeah, and I'm, it's, I'm, I'm it's, telling you right now, it's like, not a you, road don't, you, go down. you don't want to go down it. No, it is, <laughs> it was by far the most painful experience in my life, and before that, I was catching cane break rattlesnakes, like, regularly. Mm -hmm. Like, I had caught several cane breaks, I had, you know, caught cotton mouths, copperheads, I'd been dealing with venomous snakes, you know, for, for a solid year before this happened, mm -hmm. and then, uh, after that, dude, it, it, it changes your perspective I'm a sure. lot. Once, like I haven't, I'd be pretty hesitant too to yeah, be messing I, with anything hot after that. I haven't. Like, I did just, yeah, no, no. I haven't messed with hot since the bite happened. Mostly because I haven't had the opportunity. Um, right. you know, I was catching you know snakes on the plantation I used to work at, and uh, that's kind of where I got my experience from. But um you know my you know that internship ended you know over there and you know so obviously i wasn't catching rattlesnakes all the time mm -hmm. but after that man it was it was kind of one of those things was like i, I kind of want to stick away for a little while now because if i get bit by another rattlesnake it's going to be worse mm -hmm. like it is 100 percent going to be worse and so i don't really want to do that again it definitely, it definitely puts things in perspective for you. I'm, for one hundred percent, makes you think a whole lot more before you go. You know, trying go to, to tail something. Yeah, or anything exactly. Like that. Exactly. I, I mean, even in the, even in the, the, you know, out herping or something like that, I have a pretty strict hands-off policy with anything oh, yeah. hot. Like, yeah. To me, there's no reason to tail it. Yeah. There's no reason to pin it. No. Pinning, I never did. Like, I'll, I'll admit, just, I'll admit, when I was these catching, dudes do it all the time, and I'm like, you have like, there's really no reason to do it. I mean, if it's like yeah. a huge, like monster eastern or something like a bigger yeah, size animal, yeah. like I can kind of get it if you have a hook that's 
long you know, the enough. surface area isn't very big on the actual hook end, so you can actually do some damage to the ribs and stuff. Right. But still, like, even then, like, it's not necessary. Yeah. I never, I'll admit, I did tail big cane breaks. I didn't mm-hmm. tail small copperheads, small oh, copperheads. Like, co- small copperheads, forget it. No. Anything small. I don't I even not... like tailing a, like, I don't even tail a dog. No, 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 no. Anything like, smaller they're too, species. They're just too short and exactly. fat. Like, it's too, I, I don't... I, it's not even worth it. That's like yeah. a guaranteed way to get nailed. I never, I never did that. For the big cane breaks, I did simply because they would not, they weren't, would not cooperate with mm-hmm. me. And, you know, I took my chances and, and I did it and I didn't get bit by any of those. Now, do I recommend doing that? No. no. Um, again, it's just an unnecessary risk. Um, but now I actually have a set of actual grabbers mm-hmm. versus just a hook, you know, to where, you know, you can stay hands off completely and, you know, yeah, kinda... just even in the, you know, out herping in captivity to me, mm-hmm. unless there's in captivity, there's like a medical right. reason that you have to do anything with those animals. Right. They make tubes. Yes, exactly. And then, uh, like there's just, there's, unless you're, you know, milking or you're, you right. know, Jim Harrison or whatever, Kentucky Reptiles, like any of those guys who were doing that literally as a job. Yeah. There's just, there's zero reason to do it. No, it does. It's such a stupid risk and it's, yeah, it's, it's unnecessary. just so petty in the scheme of like mm-hmm. what you deal with afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you even, why'd you want to do it? Yeah. That's uh it's definitely how I look at it now after that bite. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know, the, the shock factor of, yeah, I put my hand on it, on its butt. Like, yeah. Good job. Like you just took a very unnecessary risk, mm-hmm. and you know, going back and looking at some of the stuff I did, it was it was pretty dumb. After after I got bit, it, it really sat me back and made me think about some of the stuff I was doing with rattlesnakes and the way I was going about catching them and everything. Because yeah. um, man, I I caught some big game breaks. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like nearly five footers that were coming coming at me a couple times. But actually, normally the majority were pretty docile, yeah. and that's why I was pretty okay with tailing because. The majority didn't even right. rattle. That's, didn't even that's rattle. The, that's what I've found too with cane breaks. Yeah, cane like breaks the are bigger ones, very especially docile. like once they're once they get to a certain size, they kind of don't really care yeah, about anything. So they're, like, they're so big and bad, like nothing's gonna mess with them. So. I, out of like six cane breaks, I removed one rattled and struck at me, mm-hmm. um, and that was the one that kind of gave me a run for my money. But you know, I still got him in the bag and everything. Yeah. Um, and did not tail him. That he was one I did mm-hmm. not tail um, because of his out of his demeanor the other ones like i said they weren't even rattling they were just focused on getting away and that's you know when i went i would go for the tail but again i don't I, now looking back i think it was dumb was not smart and it was it was an unnecessary risk that i was taking um but you know young and dumb yeah can you say that was that was about two and a half three years ago when i was catching cane breaks regularly um and then i got bit you know about a year later that's yeah cane breaks are are I mean, all any rattlesnake bite yeah. is going to be nasty, but some yeah. of the canebrake ones are, are particularly yeah, interesting. Yeah, I've heard the canebrakes have very interesting venom. <clears throat> um, yeah, I got bit by a western diamondback um, mm. again, but um, yeah. Well, I'm of the same opinion as far as captivity yeah. goes. You know, there it, it can be done. Like, yeah. if you're doing it right, there's very little risk involved, mm-hmm. and, you know, honestly. To me, I, there's a lot of parallels with it to gun ownership, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You do everything you're supposed to do. You know, you you follow the the handful of rules that everyone sort of says, like, these are the Ten Commandments, quote-unquote, of sorts. Like, you do this, you'll be fine. And, Mm -hmm. like, there is a right and wrong way to do it. Um, Like I said, there's no reason to put your hands on the animal. Um, To me, if you're going to keep, neodiches are the way to do it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Unless Um, you have, like, some sort of professional facility, like, you know, that's a locked room, 
um, you know, completely sealed. So if there is an escape, nothing can get out. Like there are some facilities that do keep their hots in aquariums and it's like, that's fine. Cause they're, you know, they're a professional facility. There's not mm. people going in and out of there. Right. Um, but as far as like hots in your, in your home or, you know, privately, I think needed issues are the way to go. Absolutely. All of them locked all like, cause we're currently I'm, granted, I don't have a ton of experience with hots. Right. Um, outside of native stuff. Like I've had, uh, two copperheads so far first one was a couple years ago um mm-hmm. i have a small one right now um and then i have the atrox that i got recently the western diamondback mm-hmm. um and those are both in neodishas that are locked that are labeled no like completely hands off yep. um just there's protocols you follow and if right. you follow these protocols nothing like you'll exactly. be fine exactly granted some Freak accidents happen. I don't oh, yeah. like saying accidents happen with hots because they really don't. Like if you, right. and that's with anything in life, if you do what you're supposed to be doing, nothing's going to happen. But, right. You know, there's, there's a lot of other stuff that people really don't think about when they go to keep hots. And, uh, granted, keep in mind this, this episode is not recommending that anybody keep hots whatsoever. Like no, this is not us saying like, if you're going to do it, yeah. here's how you do it. Like, no, no, this is just like, do it if, <laughs> I'm not even gonna say there's I'm, there's a time for just, it. It's just disclaimer. Just don't keep. You can make if, that decision for yourself. We are not saying go. You should keep hots yeah, at all. I, 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 I don't will never I, tell somebody. That I do be not. Hots. I do not keep any venomous <clears throat> reptiles personally myself, and I don't know if I ever will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just again, that's just me. I yeah. don't. I don't knock it if that's what you want to do, but you know. But um, <clears throat> you know, like something that a lot of people don't think about is. If there's a thunderstorm, mm-hmm. don't work with hots. Like that particular day, you got feeding to do, you got cleaning to do. If it's storming outside, don't do it. Because mm-hmm. guess what? Power can go out at any point in time. Yep. Cage might be open, whatever. Like you don't know when these things are going right. to happen. If you're feeling sick, you know, you mm-hmm. got a cold or something, don't work with them that day. Mm-hmm. You know, any anything like that. Like if you're having a, you know, a bad day and your mind's not like in it, right. don't work with them that day. Like yeah. there's just things you have to think about like... I feel like a there's lot so of, much more to it than oh, just yeah. being like, yeah, I'll just feed it. It's like you, there's no. things happen. I feel like the it the, takes one second of like a lapse of, yep. of concentration, and that's when things. It takes happen. the blink of an eye, man. Yeah. Literally, because that's how that's how fast the the western hit me. It was literally he flung out, hit me, and was back in, and literally in the blink of an mm-hmm. eye, it was so fast. And that's I think that's why a lot of people kind of have that that shock of like that did not just happen because yeah, it happened. You almost didn't see it literally in less than a second. Um, but I feel like a lot of the the accidents come, you know, for for captive keeping is. People will get frustrated if uh, if you can't get a snake out of its enclosure. You know he's not cooperating right. on the hook. They're going to get frustrated and they're just going to go to kind of tail mm-hmm. it, get it out there because you're getting angry. And then that's when you just want to get it done. Yeah. If and if you do keep hots and you're getting frustrated with that snake, you just need to leave it. It'll be fine for another day yeah. until you can put it off one more day to feed it or clean it or do whatever. But if you're getting frustrated, you need to leave it alone. Well, that, and, you know, when I, I fed the Aatrox today, I fed all the snakes today, and, yeah. and Jacob was here with me, and, I, you know, he asked me how the how mine is, and she's, he or she, I'm not even sure of the sex, honestly. I don't even really care. Why don't you pop in and find out, Justin? No. <laughs> you. Um, you can go for round two if you want. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um... She, you know, I call it a her. I have no idea if it's a male or female. Um, like I said, doesn't really care. I don't have plans on breeding. I just, yeah. I, I have it for the enjoyment. And I have the like, copperhead for the enjoyment. Um, yep. 
but he, you know, you asked me how she is, and I, you know, I learned very quickly because I, you know, having never kept this is my first buzztail. First of all, it's my first crotalus species. Mm-hmm. Um, and this individual, she's a little spazzy, and so like I learned, you know, the first time I went to go feed her that she likes to come flying out of her hide most of the time yeah. when, when, when anytime I'm in there, you know, doing mm-hmm. anything. And so I learned that the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Much to my surprise. She kind of comes out of that hide like a bat out of hell. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, just my mic, so it's not, I don't, I don't know. Anyways. Um, so I learned that pretty quick that she's going to do that. Yeah. And so now, like I told you when I go to feed her, like I expect that. And so I right, let her do her right. thing and freak out and, you know, go, you know, do circles around the, the Neodisha and stuff like mm. that. But then after a minute, she's fine. Like she calms down. She like, you know, she, she curls up and she just sits there. Yep. So it's a, it's a patience thing as well. You know, if the animal's going to freak out and like, right. you know, let them do their thing. Like, you know, if they're going to, they're going to try and run the same with spiders too. I found tarantulas, you know, if they're going to bolt, just let them bolt, yep. you know, obviously don't let them don't go let them and get don't out. Let them take, <laughs> don't let them take off into, you know, the closet or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But if they're going to come out of the container and they're going to bolt, like just let them do their thing. Yep. And like, that's how you keep from incidents happening is if, you know, you just, let them freak out. Let yep. them spaz out. Let them do their thing. <clears throat> it's a, it's a slippery slope, man. You can, you can ruin, you can ruin your life in mm-hmm. in less than a second, and it's it's not something to take lightly. That's for sure. Um, it, uh, it's just I think when you're when you're dealing with them, you get this like. There's maybe it's adrenaline, maybe it's just anxiousness oh, that you're like, I gotta like this has to happen now. Like you're you, you yeah. like, kind of lose patience of sorts, and unless you've been yeah. you know work with hots on a daily basis, right, right. I think you're always gonna have that because I get that some ways too. Like oh, when I'm yeah. cleaning, I'm like, I feel the need to rush, right? And there is no need to rush because no. it's like there's nowhere to be, there's nothing going. It's like you just focus, you know. I mm. you know if any distractions, you know. I put my phone on silent, yep. turn the music down, whatever's going on. I just, I completely any distractions, just yeah. cut them out. Yeah, and then you say, you know, the adrenaline thing, and that's why, you know, when I first, when I bagged my first rattlesnake, man, man, that the, the adrenaline rush mm-hmm. was unlike anything I'd ever experienced yep. in my life, and that's why I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed catching these things, mm-hmm. man, because it was. It was an adrenaline rush I had never gotten before doing anything, you know. I've been whitewater rafting, things like that. It's all fun, but nothing gave me that rush like catching mm-hmm. a rattlesnake or anything venomous, really. Um, and, you know, so I did it for a while, and then, you know, my incident happened, and it really just really just changed things, and, you know, it's yeah, I, definitely I something you need to stay the adrenaline, I really don't get that much enjoyment out of. Yeah. It's just, it's just nerve wracking to me. Oh yeah, it's just like for sure. You know, not that I'm scared of them or anything like that, yeah, but there yeah. needs to be a level of respect. Oh, like, absolutely. You know, this isn't. These aren't corn snakes. These aren't chondros. Right, these no. aren't carpet pythons. These aren't balls. These are. You know, this is another echelon of of reptile. That, this is you know, this, this is, is a loaded gun that can fire exactly whenever it wants. <laughs> like, and, you know, the reason I keep them is I just I have a genuine fascination for venomous and right. you know, venoms and things like that. And the animals are you know they're gorgeous animals. Oh yeah, absolutely. Some and, of the prettiest animals in the world are that so deadly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Yeah, and it's hard, you know, and gorgeous. that's honestly a lot of times when people ask me if I keep snakes, I tell them yes, and they ask me if there's venomous, I'm gonna tell them no. Yeah, and that's just because 
you get the whole slew of stupid questions afterwards. Right. They don't need to know. Why? Like, why do you do it? Blah blah. Then What's they the just point? look at you like you're crazy, and it's yeah. like I really just don't want. I don't want the attention for it. Like no. that's the thing with hots no. and stuff. Like you know, I'll post the pictures on Instagram and stuff of the the Aatrox and whatnot, and I just. Other than that, if people ask me, you know, outside of that, if I keep venomous, I'm probably just going to tell them no, just because I don't, I don't want to deal with the the interaction of it. Right. But <clears throat> you, you do it, you do, you know, you want to do it for genuine, like, right. just love and enjoyment of doing it. Like, yeah. it's hard to really justify it to people who weren't in the hobby because it doesn't make any sense. Like, right. I can look at it from that perspective of like a person who's not in the hobby, someone saying, "Yeah, I keep you know cobras and mambas and stuff like that." Yeah. And then being like, why? Right. And I've been asked that too. And it's, it's kind of hard to answer because people just aren't going to get it. Right. And you know, that's, that's why I have a hard time. You know, people, if people ask me, you know, what do you think about keeping venomous snakes? It's, it's a, it's a hard question to answer. And if I kept, I wouldn't really know how to answer as to why. And, yeah. you know, it's the same reason, you know, people ask me, why do you keep snakes? You know, venomous or not, they say, why do you keep snakes? And you can't, it's hard to answer. Cause, cause I like, like them. I just, like, what, what do you want me to tell like, you? You know, you... like, it's my thing. Like, what do you like to do in your yeah. free time? You know, it's my hobby. You right. know, everybody has a hobby and you know, if venomous snakes, if that's what peaks you, then that's what peaks mm-hmm. you, man. I mean, everybody's got their thing you know and you know some people for some people it's venomous it's just um, a genuine love and fascination for them yeah, honestly and, for me like i don't people, i don't do it for ego reasons no. i don't do it to be cool because like honestly no, that's not <laughs> there's plenty of other things that i could do that would probably be cooler oh yeah but, <laughs> definitely uh it's just it's, we, we just look like freaks doing like i said do, when man, people but, ask me you know i'm probably gonna tell them no yeah unless they're a friend or something i'm just i just i because i already know like first question is going to be why do you have that yeah. or why do you want to keep that yeah and then have you been bitten you know and sure it's an opportunity to educate people but as an introvert i hate small talk <laughs> and i know that like all this information i'm feeding them is pretty much going to go in one ear and out the other pretty much yeah. so it's like why even why even bother it's a waste yeah, of time because a lot of the people that are already ignorant to begin with and getting them to change their mind on that right. is not going to happen anyway. So. And people who don't like snakes in general just won't understand. Whether you keep venomous or non-venomous, mm-hmm. like, if somebody asks you, you know, finds out you keep snakes, whether you keep hots or not, it's like they're not going to get why you keep snakes in general. Right. Like, so what's the point of going into the mm-hmm. venomous side of things? And, like, I, you know, that's the first thing I explain to the, you know, the people that have asked me is I've told them, like, very bluntly, like, there is a right and wrong way to keep venomous. Right. You know, I explain it's not like a lot of people, their first assumption is that it's like you have a rattlesnake in an empty aquarium yeah, with like nothing and just a screen top, right? And, you know, no, with no nothing securing it. It's just in a, you know, it's just, it's like anything else in my room. It's just there. Right. And that's not the case at all. Like I tell them, no. I said, you know, there's like, there's protocols and, you know, a standard like SOPs, like, like standard mm. operating procedures and stuff like that for keeping hots that it's complete. It's not there's very minimum risk yeah and it just it's people i mean i still get the blank stare of like oh, okay yeah <laughs> <But> it's just <laughs> it's just i like i don't have a problem explaining to people but like i said like if people ask me if i keep snakes and then they ask me if i keep anything venomous i'm like nine times out of ten i'm gonna tell them no just because i don't i don't want the attention i don't want to be known as the guy that keeps hots like locally i really yeah. don't like i i don't want the attention I no. do it because I enjoy it. I don't. Yeah. I don't want everyone like the first thing that people say to be like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy with the rattlesnake." Because then people are like that. Guy's, that dude's fucking crazy. Yeah, like he's a psycho. <laughs> I just. I don't. I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. And even then, like I have friends now that 
you know, their friends or their coworkers are hanging out with us, and they're like, oh, this is Justin. They're like, oh, he has, you know, he has, oh, he has a rattlesnake. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, like, that's the last thing I want yeah, you to be telling like, people. Like, I, it makes me cringe. <laughs> yeah. Like, it drives me, and I, I, it's just, I don't want the sensationalization of it. Like, right. I don't want that to be the first thing you think of when you, the like, when you're introduced guy. to me is like, this is a guy that has rattlesnakes. Is then like, they're going to think you're probably like a serial killer or B they're just going to think that you're nuts to begin with. And it's yeah. like, it's not like that at all. Like people no. don't realize like it's and absolutely nothing like what they think it is. That's how a lot of people like, you know, when they know me or introduce me like, yeah, this is the guy with the snakes. Like, Oh, yeah. you're the guy with the snakes, you know, yeah. no rattlesnake or not. Like if and you keep snakes thing, like, and people know that you're the guy with the snakes, you're that crazy snake dude. And, mm-hmm. It's. I can't tell you how many people think I'm crazy, psycho, simply because I. I, I had keep, a lady. I I, snakes. <laughs> fun, here's a fun, quick story for you. I worked at Walgreens for about seven mm. years. Oh wow. And I. Uh, this is during my hardcore like scorpion and tarantula oh, invert man. phase. Yeah, and So yeah. I had some pretty toxic scorpions, and I had had. You know, I was working the checkout at the time. This was before I got promoted, and I was a manager at one point. But anyways, um, had a lady come in, and she was buying some shoe boxes, and I don't know why I felt the need to tell her this but i was like oh yeah i just bought some of these for some scorpions that i have and her response i'm like <laughs> deadpan like looked me dead in the eyes no emotion looked at me and said oh i bet you make bombs in your basement too no way and i just kind of stood there and i was like what, what the fuck did you just say to me like <laughs> i was just amazed i have never gotten that response before and she literally just grabbed her bag and receipt and walked away and Dang. i was like I think still she... sitting there like what did I just hear? <laughs> like, I bet you make bombs in your basement too. I was like, whoa. Oh, mic like, drop, walk away. <laughs> pretty much. I was Dang, like, man. That's damn. That's crazy. I've never gotten that kind of response before. I've gotten <laughs> I've had people kind of look at me and go like, oh, okay, and then like slowly walk away, but I've never had somebody straight up. She's like, Oh, be I bet like you make bombs in your basement too. I was like, No. No, I like, don't. I don't even have actually, a basement. And like, A, like, why? Yeah, that's it's like it's just it's that, a bug. That has nothing to do with anything. I was all excited because like, I had just gotten the um, the, the Parabuthus transvalicus. I, I straight up don't even remember the common name right now. I, <laughs> I love how you remember the, the Latin name. Dude, in inverts, the... <laughs> in inverts, that's how it is. Like Jeez. A lot of people very rarely use common names for the most part because there's just so many different common names that people use Jeez. that you just use a scientific. And so that's become like a habit with pretty much anything herb-wise and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, for you, you use scientific names uh, like... Too much. <laughs> 90% of the time for everything. People locally, I think, probably think I'm a giant like hipster douchebag. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I got a bread a lot. And they're like, well, what's that? It's a like, Oh, um, it's a carpet python kind what of do they call them or like the idiothele mira you know the blue foot baboons i have yeah, like, yeah. what's that and i'm like uh oh i had a buddy last night because he wants a tarantula and he showed me a picture and he's like what's this one and i i literally don't even remember the common name i was like it's a nahandu and i was like that's either a color out of velocis or a chromatis He's like, oh, it says chromatis. I'm like, there you go. I was like, what's he's like, what's the common name? I was like, no idea. I like, know. I literally don't up. even know. I just like, I'm familiar with the genus. I've yeah. kept a color out of Velosis once. Yeah. But anyways, I can't say I have that tangent. problem. I know, I know my scientific names for carpets, but and some lo- and a lot of the locals and whatnot. But when uh, I was a kid, this was. This had to be like sixth and seventh grade, maybe even fifth. I literally used to carry around a Ziploc bag with bundles of index cards 
the scientific name on one side, <laughs> common name on the other, and I would oh, s- just in class just sit there and flip through those oh, all man. day long. You were a nerd, man. I was. That was that's hardcore, like because I used to also like nerd. keep track. I'd take a piece of paper and I'd like see how many I could remember. Yeah, like and just on a piece of paper, just hey, go. Yeah, that's and I good, think. Though. The most I ever got that I can remember off the, and this was sixth grade, so I was a kid, but it was like yeah. 150, like off the cuff. Dang, were you doing like local species no, or just totally, like just all over? Whatever. Yeah. Dang, man. So it's I cool. don't know. It's been a habit for a long time, but I used to know a lot more scientific names for like geckos and stuff mm-hmm. back when I was working with them a lot more, but now now I just know my carpet. To me, it's and... just easy because it's like the universal language. Like <laughs> yeah. in science, it's like. You know, you can have two people with two different, like someone who's yeah. Japanese and someone who's American doing the same thing, you know, biology wise. And like, you have two different names for two different, the same thing. Right. But you have the scientific name that's going to be the same across the board. So to me, it's exactly. just like, and that's, like I said, that's something you pick up with inverts is it's just easier to just, you know, go by scientific names and I don't, keep I it don't, that way. I don't mess with those. No, <laughs> no backbone having. Yeah. That needs to be an episode because I love, inverts. I love inverts. Well, you're going to take the, take the. The reins on that one, because <laughs> I have not worked with invertebrates at all. I've held it's a tarantula. Fun. I've so held cool. a tarantula before. They're so That's stupid addicting because you can keep so many of them in like no space. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, thought snake, <laughs> you thought snakes were compact? Like yeah. you ain't seen shit yet. No. Yeah, I'm not. Nah, I'm not a big spider guy. I wasn't either for a really long time. I, I would consider maybe having one, but uh. Anything beyond that, um, I don't know. I've got a buddy out in the Corpus who's always trying to get me. He's like, bro, you should get a bird eater. I'm like, which one? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, get one of the big ones, man. I'm like, no. Don't get big. They're all called bird eaters for a reason. It's not because they're small. Yeah, no. I was like, you know, I I think I'm good. Like, I would maybe consider getting a pink toe one of these days. But Mm. Pink toes are cool. That would be... I think that would be they actually just extent. got reclassified, so the pink toes are literally now in like three different genuses. They're not avicularia anymore. I think there actually may be still some that still are, but I know like the versicolor, which mm-hmm. used to be avicularia versicolor, which is the Antilles pink toe, right. the ones that are like really blue and purpley and yeah, yeah, all blue yeah. and purpley, but yeah. um, they're now like carabina versicolor. I've heard, really car- I've heard carabina before. Yeah, it is weird, and I think they're now like just the only species in that genus like they're they're a mono monotypic and then they some of the other ones got classified into something else that starts with a y that i can't even pronounce (laughs) that's my biggest problem with uh latin names i can't even pronounce half of them but inverts are fun yeah says you i enjoyed my time with them says you i miss keeping some i've actually kind of i've been joseph versus scorpions Johnson. I want some communal scorpions again. I want some oh. Arizona barks or some Florida barks or something, some centroidy species that I can keep together in a little thing, and then I want to keep it on my <clears> desk <throat> at work. But I don't. I'm kind of like nervous to do Arizona yeah. barks because Arizona barks are actually pretty hot. Really? Yeah. And mm. so you know, like I don't know. I man. work with people who have kids, and sometimes their kids come to work, and so I really I'm, I'm nervous about bringing anything like that to the office. But I also want to get a formicarium. Yeah. Which is, you've never seen this like ant farm basically. Except yeah, yeah. They're pretty gnarly. 
I really want one of those. I have no idea why. I just want one on my desk. It'd just be cool to have like little ants fucking <laughs> hanging out and you doing their thing. You just want an ant farm? Yeah. In your, uh, yeah, dude, that'd be cool. Some of those, there's a few companies in the States that actually make some really cool ones. That'd be pretty they sweet. They look pretty sharp. They're like acrylic boxes. and they. See, I could, I could get on board cool. I can get on board with ants, but man, I could, I'd probably get in the spiders for it. It's scorpions. There's, I, I'll take a snake bite all day, but scorpions trying to sting me man I, I ain't about that i don't like getting stung by stuff and that's the thing is between those and then like tarantulas i couldn't pick a favorite because they both they're both so cool you know i love scorpions and i love tarantulas but if you made me say like i have to pick tarantulas or scorpions i don't know that i'd really be able to do it yeah. I'd probably if i had to i feel like i'd probably lean more towards scorpions just because they're a little nah. they're a little easier to manage nah. most of the time they're not you know they're 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 not. None of them are hard to keep, but nah, man. I'm gonna stick to. I'm gonna stick to my pythons. I like my snakes, but I'm a python guy. Anyways, back to haunts. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. Secured cages. Yep. Um. Some warning signs. Warn. Yep. Labels. Proper equipment. Um, hooks. Tongs. A very patient and forgiving roommate. <laughs> you didn't hear me uh, anyways um bite protocols yes uh like, you know a lot of people anti-venom for a lot of people isn't much of an option because it's so expensive yes. the shelf life on it isn't great yes um you know for exotic species especially because the issue is and this is you know not related to bite protocols but the issue with this is, is if you get bit by a species that is not native to the u.s that antivenom has to come from somewhere and your local hospital is not going to have antivenom for any cobras, any saw scales, mm-hmm. any, uh, you know, gaboons or puff adders, um, bush vipers, like bothrop stuff, you know, fertilances, uh, whatever. Dude. They're not going to have any of that on hand. So guess where they have to get d- it from? Whether they have it on hand or not, if you get hit by a fertilance, that's going to be bad. Yeah, that's that Joker's got some nasty venom. Those dude. things, that's... those things kill people on the regular. Oh yeah, man, I've seen pi- I've seen pictures. Somebody got this woman got bit on the leg, and her entire leg rotted off yep. down to the bone. Like, and that was she got bit where they're from. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> get bit here, like where we don't have anti venom for something like yeah. that. Like that's. It's good. That's that's. I mean, fortunately, we have like, like the medical facilities that are probably yeah. more capable of handling something like that than right. a lot of you know other countries that are yeah, you know right, places right. like India where they don't have a lot of that. And snake bite is a huge problem. Right. Um, but you know, if you get bit by exotic stuff, you know, everyone assumes, or you know, not everyone, but a lot of people will assume like, oh, I'll just go to the hospital and it'll be fine. It's like, well, you won't because they're not going to yeah, have any venom for any of this stuff. So like anti-venom, then, anti-venom isn't just all around anti-venom. Like there's anti-venom specific for to certain groups. very specific, yes. you know, like you monovalent, you have polyvalence. And yeah. If you got, you know, there's, I don't believe there's a lot of species that are kept in captivity that require a monovalent. Because that's a species-specific antivenom, like right. for that species and that species alone. Uh, polyvalents are going to be stuff like your crofabs, which cover, you know, a kistardon, right. crotalus, uh, you know, North American pit vipers. Yeah. <clears throat> but for the exotic stuff, you know, hospitals not going to have any venom, so then they're going to have to go and pull it from the nearest place, which is probably going to be a zoo. Right. 
which also prevents another presents another problem because then the zoo's not if the zoo you know the zoo doesn't have to give you that any venom first Mm -hmm. of all they can they can say no i mean are they likely to probably not because it's you know it's a life or death situation life is in yeah but then that puts their people at risk because now guess what they can't work with that species because they don't have any venom on hand which means like the protocols and stuff they have are out the window because they they don't have if something happens they don't have any way of treating because then they they have to get it from somebody else right so like this is kind of the the bigger picture of keeping hots is you know situations where you know you get a bite are almost never going to be perfect Mm-mm. you know there's so so many factors that go into this kind of stuff you know where you were bit uh what you were bitten by uh the size of the snake the amount of venom um, exactly you. which you're not going to be able to calculate no you know? no um you better hope you have a doctor that knows what they're doing and isn't a complete tool yep um anti-venom if it's native or non-native like that's a thing because you know there's a chance that your hospital is even going to have lo- like native stuff yeah I was gonna say, even even hand. the local stuff like <clears throat> the hospital just may not have any like <laughs> this is like they, they don't see like i said doctors don't no. see this hardly ever no and you know that like i said anti-venom has a shelf life that's not great you know expired anti-venom will work but then the hospital has it to can't go be against as like effective though it's not exactly. i mean that's any medication that's expired but yeah like then the hospital has to wonder because they're not supposed to use it if it's expired but right. if that's your only option that's your only option mm-hmm. um then if you get bit by something exotic you know you're taking any venom from other people they're going to charge you for it too by the way like they're not going to be like yeah sure you can have this, oh yeah you know, no you know quadruple digit yeah any venom you know at this you know for free no problem um there's just so many factors that go into it. Like I said, you know, weather, uh, you know, mental state, you know, are you sick, cold or flu? Like, don't do anything with them. Just and one if thing, you do everything you can to minimize the risks or any potentials for an mm, quote unquote accident, then you won't have any. And one thing that a lot of people don't think about is the allergic reaction that everybody's body could vary. Like everybody could have a different reaction to the yeah, venom. Everyone's going to react like, differently. And that's like the thing. there's everybody's allergic to venom to an some extent but some people could be extremely allergic and even just taking a bite from say Western diamondback, you know, you could be we'll dead. In, the, yeah. You could be dead in 10 minutes. Like depending on how your body reacts, is that likely existing is, conditions? Yeah. Is it if likely have, that yeah. that's going to happen? No, but your body could have a seriously bad allergic reaction to whatever you got bit by and you could be dead. in, in like I said, 10, 15 yeah. minutes, you like know, and, pre-existing conditions, you know, if you're on like blood thinners and stuff yeah. like that, like that's going to matter. Mm hmm. Especially if you're working with something that's gonna, you know, you get bit by something that's gonna thin your blood out even more. Like, yep. you know, your your blood pressure's just gonna bottom out. Um, you know, heart issues, stuff like like. There's yeah. a lot, so many factors, and that's why when people ask like, what's the most dangerous snake or what's the most venomous snake, and I'm like, like if you get bit by this, like how yeah. long do you have to live? And it's like it's not near. It's, it's, it's not. not cut and it's dry. not as black and white as it's that. not. Like, it's, it's like, and that's what I tell them. I said there's honestly so many variables I couldn't even tell you. I was like, because, you know, where you got bit, how far you are from the hospital, uh, what the yield was, like, size of the snake, like I said, pre-existing conditions, like, you know, this, that, like, it just, there's no way to know. And that's why every bite is different. Yeah. Like like I said, you know, before, the the rule of thumb is, you know, especially, you know, for stuff in the United States, you want to seek medical attention within the two and a half hour mark, but that's... Yeah, the sooner the better, That's, yeah, obviously, as soon as possible, you know, that's why I say, you know, they're like, how long do I have? Well don't put a timer on it. Like just get to the hospital yeah, as soon go. as you can. Like there's, you know, it's not something like, Oh, should I wait around? It's like, no, you need to go right then and there. 
Yep. Um, and it's, you know, cause you, like I said, you never know how your body's going to react. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, and you know, it's funny too, cause a lot of the professionals in the venomous <clears throat> community that, you know, do this scientifically <clears throat> and as a job recommend you actually have like a first name basis relationship with your physician. Mm. Like you get to know them and right. you, know, you explain like, I keep these things. Yeah. Should anything ever happen? Like, you know, here's what I, here's what I have. Here's contact information, you know, just stuff. Yeah, it's another right, protocol right. of sorts. And you know, it actually, it's really smart because like it was explained, uh, from the fellow that runs the reptile discovery center in, in Florida, who does a lot of, a lot of milking and, and venom production and stuff. You know, he said, when you do that, then everyone at the hospital knows you. And so like when this person comes in, Right. You know, if you get bit and you're unable to speak or whatever, you know, you're out in and out of consciousness, whatever, right. they know who you are. Right. They know that what you, you keep... got bit by is what you got bit by and you're not, you know, there's not going to be any, any questions there. Right. They, they um, already know what the deal is. They know and... what to do. Like they're, they're kind of preset for right. in the event that anything prepared. happens, they're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. They're prepared for something to happen. Which is a really smart idea. You know, oh, yeah, sometimes sure. it's not much, you know, and it may not be an option for everyone, but I mean, that is like the ideal scenario. Right. <laughs> Have you spoken to your physician, I don't Justin? Have a physician. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm really yeah. bad about going to the doctor and the dentist and everything like that. So yeah, who cares about teeth, anyways? Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Just kidding, guys. I care about my teeth <laughs> a little bit. So you know, it's hots are cool. Like they're they're really interesting. They're really fascinating animals. Like a, like me and you were talking the other day. That's like one of the things that fascinates me the most about them. Is it's just it's a natural tool for these animals right They're, you know everyone thinks that venom's like a bad thing or it's like a weapon and it's not like it's no. straight up it's a natural tool and like yeah. that's the fascinating thing is that you have this this protein that's completely naturally made and developed over millions of years and it's there's so many variations and there's so many you know across the globe it, there's so it acts in so many different ways and it's just it's just so neat to read about mm, yeah it is it's definitely really interesting yeah it makes it makes for uh, the perfect predator, man. Like yeah. those venomous reptiles are just insane. Like they, uh, that is something that's just really freaking. Because cool. venom wasn't designed to be, uh, you know, it wasn't designed defensively. It was designed. No. It's designed for food. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, designed it's designed for survival. To, to, to kill and to get food. Like you know, it's for defending. It's for hunting. Mm-hmm. It's you know, that's there. That for us, that's their loaded gun, you know, yeah. you know, for, you know, the people that, you know, will conceal carry and things like mm-hmm. that. That's what, that's what a venomous snake's venom is to them. Like it's their defense. It's their way to survive. Um, it's their and way to eat. You know, it's eat, actually you know. interesting too, cause I was, uh, what was I listening? I was listening to something recently, um, where they talked about like, why are like the brown snakes in Australia mm-hmm. so insanely more toxic than some other snakes you know like death adders or something similar like mm-hmm. why is there so much variation in toxicity in snakes a lot of it is like the the diet that exactly heard is a uh, like because people you know they talked about ld50s and how they're kind of like it's a number but it's it's nothing to go by like mm-hmm. the ld50s are terrible measuring sticks when it comes to like envenomation right. of people um and so it talked about, like, why are something like a brown snake going to be so much more toxic than, like, a monocle cobra? Or, you know, just why are some so insanely toxic, such small amounts in yields? Right. And it boils down to, like, 
in Australia and places like that, especially where it's isolated, like that venom is designed to kill kill like, as like within minutes get food like, as quickly as possible yeah. like it's not designed to, to kill people no, at all no like it's designed purely for food yeah if it's and for, to uh, for their prey to, to knock it out as quick as possible and so it just happens that like some of these effects are just absolutely devastating on the human mm. body but they're not designed for the human body i've even know? i've even heard um of uh, venoms being like say more potent within the same species but in different areas yeah, yeah that's, like it's that's the, a very sa- real it's thing the same exact i've even i believe that's true with the the cane breaks or cane timbers breaks and, you know whatever and, uh, you want to call yeah, them cane breaks um, and eastern diamondbacks like uh the like even within like just different areas that timbers come from i've heard of people saying you know in certain areas it's it's more potent than in some areas. You yeah, know, like the cane breaks. As, the cane breaks down here, the venom is yeah. considerably different from the ones up north in like yeah, Pennsylvania. Exactly. Like it's just like, they occupy completely different ecological niches. Yeah. And um, it, you know, it's required for different things. Right. Like exactly. The ones down, it's all you know, about the prey. You know that. You know, they, and that comes into sizes too. Like you know, the, I feel like the ones down here get pretty stinking big. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, and they eat bigger stuff. They need that more potent venom, put them down quicker, you yeah. know, easier. Than, uh, it just it all like, that's how, you know, evolution and stuff works is that, you know, with it fine tunes over years and years and years, you know, millions of years, thousands of years, you know, it fine tunes itself to, to adapt that animal to that environment. Yeah. Adaptation, so, you know, that's... you get like the Eastern, there's a lot of variation in Eastern diamondback venom just between, you know, here and Charleston. Right. You know, I've, I've, there's people I've talked to in the past that, that explain that, you know, the ones here in our area, here in Buford and kind of the Jasper County, Okatee area, which we're famous for our corn snakes. Thank you very much. Um, you know, the ones around this area are actually particularly more neurotoxic than some from yeah. like Somerville or somewhere, you know, up the coast a little yeah, bit. I've like heard you get a ones, lot of variation in a very short, short I've heard the ones space. around here have like a lot of that neuro, mm-hmm. that neurotoxic venom in and that's. That, makes Granted, a, that is not actually very, backed up by anything scientific that I've yeah. found, but that's just what I've been told. So, yeah. so take it for what you want. But. Yeah, go get bit and see, you know, whether, oh, whether it affects oh your nervous man. system or your outside first. You know, no, was, thank you. <laughs> oh, any, man. any, any bite. I don't care what it's from. Yeah, it's gonna suck. Yeah. Not on my sorry, but not on my list of things to do. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. I don't recommend it. It's uh, it's not fun. Not a cakewalk. Well, we're uh, over an hour already. Over an hour already, so, man. I think we kind of just about covered it, unless you want to get into a few more minutes of stuff like the the jackasses on the internet that are ruining for everybody <laughs> that we haven't touched yet. Man, that Free handlers. Free handlers. Please stop. I, honestly, I don't even have much to say about that because it's just... It just it's not worth it the attention. It makes me angry. Like, it's just like, all I can say is don't do it. Like it's stupid. It's this unnecessary. Is that somebody like we said who's been on the other side, on the receiving yeah, end of these animals. Like it's it's extremely unnecessary, and like I said, I just don't have a whole lot to mm-hmm. say about it. Is because I think it's utter stupidity, and honestly, a lot of people will say it's because they respect the animal. I it's think it's not, I think it's, it's utter disrespect. Dis- I think it's absolute disrespect. You're not you're not respecting that 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 animal's capabilities right. like that animal will it could end your life yeah. like in the blink of an that eye like that's very real like you're not you're not respecting that fact and i don't care how long you've had the snake that thing could turn around and decide it wants to take mm-hmm. a chunk out of you if it if it wants you know you can't you know people say oh i know the snake i can read it i know when no. it's gonna bite shut up shut up how many snakes have you held that just randomly said 
Uh, I'm one, bite you. one last Friday, like <laughs> he just pulled him out of the bag and latched on. He went like, you know, it's. I don't know, man. It's it's, it's one of those things. It's it an really, ego thing. It really bothers anybody me. who says it's not an ego thing is a liar. Yeah, like you're simply you're only doing this for the wow I'm, factor. I'm, I'm, like, that's, I'm not even kidding. Like, no, yeah. there's no sane justification for no, doing that other than the attention. Not. Absolutely not. It is sole solely attention. And it, you know, they try to be like try and seem just super pretentious about it and like you know, oh, it's just it's no big deal. I know yeah, exactly what whatever. I'm doing. I know what I'm it's doing. like, dude, when like when I see headlines that you got bit. I'm not gonna feel bad for no, you. No, I'm not. You know, I I don't all. feel bad for people who get bit when they're free handling. Like I really don't. Um, it's it's an unnecessary risk. You know, like like I like I said. You know, it's this. I've been on the receiving end of that, and and I thought I was gonna die. Like I, that's a bad feeling. Like mm-hmm. I've literally like oh, obviously sure. I don't know how close I was to actual death, but in my head I was going to yeah. die. Like that's 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 not a fun feeling. You know, like it's, uh, it's just so unnecessary, and it drives me insane, honestly. And it's it's, it's, it's utter, for the it's utter disrespect. It's like man. these animals it's, need respect, and yeah, you know, absolutely. They need you to understand that this is not a yeah. this isn't a game. No, it's not, it's, this is there are very a, real consequences of these things. And these guys are out here handling, you know, stuff like king cobras and fertilants and a puff out and puff adders and Russell's vipers, Russell's vipers. Which for me is just uh, just. It's like, why on earth would dude, you do that? Like that like, is and such I got, a nasty bite. I got it bit by a Western Diamondback. That on compared to those, that Western isn't a whole lot compared to some of the stuff mm-hmm. these guys are free handling. And from what I went through, I couldn't imagine taking a bite from a Russell's yeah. Viper or a Fertilance or a King Blood Cobra. Just turns to jelly in your veins. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. I I couldn't even imagine have that. a stroke because of it. Yeah, yeah. it just it's. It kills me, and you know, I I hate that there's so many people following it that you know aren't even in the hobby. They just no. see it and they're like, "Oh man, this guy's handling cobras, and he's so cool." And it's like, if you knew that anybody who did this like on like a professional level, right, uh, or a legitimate level, maybe not professional because that would mean you were getting paid for it, but you know, the guys that are respected in the hobby. They don't associate themselves with those guys like oh, at all. They not. stay far away. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm I'm of the same opinion. Like you are the company you keep, and mm-hmm. I I want nothing to do with it. I don't follow it. If I see it, I unfollow it. You know, yep. I'm just I'm not into it at all. It, it gives just, it gives me anxiety, man. Like when I see that, yeah. like I cringe. Like my skin just shakes. Like mm-hmm. my thumb starts to I'm twitch sure all weird. No, I'm just, <laughs> just kidding. But it's, I do. I get really cringy with it, man. Like it, it really just it makes my skin crawl because you know what's in store uh, yeah, to a like, degree to maybe a degree, not for the, yeah. you know, the exotic stuff for some of that exotic you. stuff like but i can that's the thing it's like i can only imagine because like i saw what i yeah i know what i went through mm-hmm. with my westerns like i couldn't well, imagine. imagine doing that in like another country where they don't have the, the facilities exactly at, you know like, like the here in the states yeah is they're fighting playing with fire it man is. it's russian roulette literally yeah. and I don't play. I don't play Russian with that. So that's if, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. And you know, with with that kind of stuff, it's literally only a matter of time. Like yeah, like those those guys are gonna, gonna start dropping it's off. It's gonna happen like, eventually. It's, like it's not gonna be tomorrow. Maybe it may not be in three years. But if you keep doing that, it's gonna happen. Your time is gonna come. And people say that if you even whether you if you keep venomous snakes, 
it's not a matter of if you get bit it's a matter of when like they say if you keep See, i don't even think that that's the case if you're doing it right i don't even think that's right. that's true yeah because like, if you're doing everything you're supposed to do then it doesn't matter there shouldn't like, be a reason yeah. that you you do get hit but if you're doing stuff like that then yeah. absolutely like yeah. darwin's ghost is gonna come and find you in the night <laughs> like uh it's a wonderful life yeah. and be like bro come with me yeah. like <laughs> come on let's go <laughs> take my hand we're gonna go on an adventure yeah it's it kills me man but hey if that's if that's what it's, people want to do it's and, a product of the internet and see the thing i don't even waste my time going out of my way to to bash those guys like they're it's gonna a, learn it's a waste of energy oh no, yeah it is because they're it's not gonna change anything like saying you can tell them all you them, want you they're know? just gonna laugh and think it's cute and yeah. be like well you know i'm the one who has them you don't yeah, know anything yeah, don't do like, what okay, i do you yeah. know it's, all right that's fine you you keep on doing that keep, buddy keep on you know, keeping I'm on I'm gonna be sure to to send us an Instagram of that hospital bill. Yeah, let me see. Out, like, let me see how much that was. Let me see how you're your missing like half your fingers. Yeah. You know? yeah, when you have when you have that nub. when you have six fingers and I still have all ten, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh a little bit. It's ridiculous. That might sound kinda mean, but uh No, I it's, hey, I, don't, I don't really you know, care. Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. That's what <laughs> yeah, I live my life by. Like that's a good that's a good way to yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's what it is. Yeah, it's definitely not a prize that I want or wanted. It wasn't definitely wasn't worth it. Dumb. Yep, hundred percent. But I think that about covers it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. Kind of things I wanted to talk about and get the story behind your your incident. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a. Because uh, like I said, I was like always like I was curious when you told me, <laughs> but I was like I don't know if he likes to talk about it or not. Oh, so no, I'm just gonna I'm not. Like, I'm not gonna bring it up. I'm not it might shy be a touchy subject. It. No, I'm not shy about it really. Um, no, you're wrong. Like it got old explaining. Oh, sure. I, like after because when I got when I got back to school, I I tell you, man, I was a celebrity. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, people. I didn't even know he you're survived. the you're the guy that got bit by a rattlesnake, right? I'm oh like, yeah. They're like, did you kill it? How did it feel? Like, <laughs> just leave me alone. Like, I've explained. How this many way girls did you pick up? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. They all try to get you to go to the bar and help you like wingman girls for them. Oh no, like, no, actually, I didn't get much of that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you're yeah. like, dude, you can totally help me get this check. You just need to tell us the story again. And you're like, yeah. no, no, please. I did get a lot more attention though, man. I tell you, mm-hmm. was, uh, people actually thought I was cool. That's for like so a rare. Of like I said, it's such an uncommon thing. People yeah. like gotta know. Yeah, it's like I had, struck by lightning. I had teachers like that I didn't even have classes with. Like, are you okay? Like, we were talking about you the other day. I'm Thanks. Like, yeah. Okay. Awesome. Like, Having a round table on your lunch break yeah. talking about the, the, that that brats kid that who kid. got hit <laughs> by the A drugs. Like, yeah, I was that guy, but. It's whatever. Yeah, now I don't get asked about it as much, so I don't mind talking about it. It just got it more annoying. Yeah, than anything. I would get really tired of that. I really got I, I got really sick of it because there, dude, there was like a month where people would not shut up about it. Like always. Like, just, yes, I'm alive. Thank yeah, you like for here. asking. Look, like, my thumb, you for my your thumb's concern. just kind of stupid now. Yeah. Like, what do you want? <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm not disfigured and scarred. No. But, Cool. Well, Alrighty. we're all glad you made it out alive. Yeah, it's all ten fingers still. Now it's just angry carpet pythons you have to worry about. Yeah, yeah, that's all right though. I can deal with that. Latched onto and wrapped. Yeah, that happened to me this week, got this past new, week. New got carpet. A, got decided a, to greet him with a, a lovely oh, uh, yeah. hug. Oh yeah, it was a uh, it was great. It was fun. But uh, it happens, I guess. 
Like you say, can't become IJ Jake without a little bloodshed. You don't become IJ Jake without shedding some blood, buddy. Yeah. So. Like you have to, you have to have a blood offering before you get that title. Uh, for the record, though, this was a coastal. Yeah. So well, I guess it doesn't count. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, don't, I don't care. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, we're out of here. Peace.